folks at home, welcome back to Ike Live, starring Pete Gluzek and my partner. Now we had Larry Nixon just a few minutes ago. Ike's not here; he's out trying to win the classic. I have one of the Freshwater Hall of Fame anglers and the builder of, I think, the greatest bait in the history of bass fishing. I'm saying that, uh, Gary Yamamoto. Thanks for being with us today, Gary. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm not one that speaks and communicates to everybody about what's going on, but if you can ask a few questions, I might be able to tell you a few secrets. Hey, we'd like some secrets. I'll let you know a secret. I have won four tournaments in my career, uh, two Bassmaster and two FLW tournaments. Three of those four tournaments, I had a Senko on the end of my line that helped me win those tournaments. I want to thank you for that. Well, you know, the thing is really interesting, and I wish I could ever have the opportunity to find out how much money was won in a tournament <laughs> <laughs> on that by bait. people using my bait, whichever bait it might be. And uh, it's really interesting to see that here, even in this Bassmaster uh, convention here, with people coming by, there's not one word said about uh, my grubs or my hula grubs now. It's all the Senko. I use the Senkos, and I use this, and I won money on this. And I guess uh, when I think, think about it, there's nothing like this bait ever developed and I guess I can be proud of it my god you should be proud of it I well you know I think you know the sales records the tournament records that's all great but to me the most valuable part of that Senko is that you can put it into a person's hands that has never been fishing before that has never caught bass before and you can have them catching bass that same day you're I, th I think it's a revolutionary thing that has really changed the sport of bass fishing. Let me um, tell you a story about a phone call I got from a little lady. I, well, I don't know who she was, but she called me while I was in the office in Page, and this was 20 years ago. And Well, not quite 20 years ago, but she said, Hey, what can I use to fish behind my husband? And I thought about some things, and I said, you know, I sold a few packages of Senkos, and I sold a little bitty hook. I used to call it a split shot hook. And I said, yeah, just hook it up like this and throw it behind your husband while you're fishing. Well, that was about a week later, on a Monday morning, I get a call. And she's excited as all heck. She says, I won the tournament. I won the tournament. I won the tournament. What are you talking about? I won the tournament on the bait you sent me. And the trick of this whole thing was that her husband was fishing so fast. And she's dragging this ankle behind the boat. And she caught all the fish. So... I guess that was one of the eye-opening uh, times of my life that... Fishing that bait slow was a trick. Boy, is it a trick. Now, you, it's here's my my biggest regret in fishing is I was given that bait, like when you first came out with it, 
I had a few packs, and I had them in my boat for probably two years before I made the first cast with it. And I've regretted that forever because it was so cutting edge. It's so simplistic, but it was cutting edge on how it caught fish. But uh, And I, I didn't capitalize on it at that time. But my question is, it's so simple. How, how, did, how did you go about designing that? What were you trying to accomplish with it? Did you design that on purpose? Was it an accident? Um, it, it, how did you go about doing that? Well, at that time, it was a lure that was really popular down in Florida. It was called the Sluggo. And I the old Bunker City lure. Yeah, I was down in uh, Okeechobee, and I threw that thing out there, and uh, I'd get a bite, and I'd miss the fish. You get another bite, I miss the fish. So I said, you know, if I built it out of my own plastic, I can probably catch that fish. So I spent uh, about uh, two weeks playing around. Uh, I bought a brand new lathe and all the tools, and I got this piece of wood, and I started carving this thing, and then I got tired of it. And I had a big pen in my pocket, and I, I said, well, you know, this shape would be all right. So I called Danny at my plant and said, hey, Danny, buy yourself a big pen and make me a mold of the big pen. And that was the five-inch single. A pen. Good Lord. And then uh, he did it but didn't have any of, this, uh, of the, um, oh, what do you call it, the serrations on it so that uh, it looked like something that's saleable. Right, right. But it worked. So we recut the mold and made it like the Senko today. And the, and the softer plastic formula was allowing you to catch those fish at yeah, Okeechobee. But, but the... Uh, the plastic is something that's different. I bought Twin T's company out of Los Angeles, and they had a different process of producing baits. They did not use the same products that the other manufacturers use. So when I bought Twin T's company, I got a different uh, design as far as the plastic content. And the other thing I did was a uh, little different was that I was buying uh, Jean LaRue's plastics for my grubs, but Jean could not do what I wanted as far as getting the salt in there. So because of necessity, I designed all my own equipment. And that's the thing that is different. The plastic is different. With the, the design, salt. Yeah, the design, the equipment design is different. And... Uh, so it was all accidental. <laughs> it was a very good accident. I've heard some rumors that there's glass in there. Is there is there anything secret in the Senko other than salt? Are you do, is there any scents or anything that you're putting in there? Yeah, it's a special salt. Okay. It's called popcorn salt. <laughs> Just a, maybe a lot of it. Well, that too, and it's not the regular uh, table salt. Popcorn salt was a little finer, mm -hmm. and so it blended a lot easier. 
and well, I'm giving you some secrets away that these manufacturers might be listening to. Well, you know they're ripping your your worms <laughs> apart already, trying to figure it out. Well, they have done it, and uh, it doesn't matter. It's the the consistency is there. But the people that I have working for me, then most of our people are Navajo Indians up there in Arizona, and they're very loyal. They do the things right. They're consistent, and they're they're the difference. Uh, well, that's they're building an amazing product. They're selling like crazy. It's got to be the best-selling soft plastic ever. But there's got to be some secrets other than the manufacturing process. You design this thing. What, what do you got? Give us a, how are you able to catch fish? You got anything cool? Any any modifications you do to the Senko? Uh, how are you fishing that bait? Well, this um, let's say three or four years ago, I started doing a backward Senko putting a weight in the head of the Senko and hooking my hook, putting my hook in the back of the Senko and throwing in boat dogs. And at Lake Champlain, I got uh, close to 25 pounds, or it was just about 25 pounds of fish, and was the heaviest weight for a little while. That's that's an impressive bag for Lake Champlain. Right, but it was all large mount in boat dogs, but casting my Senko backwards into it. They never seen a bait go backwards before. The the weight would cause it to go a little bit further under the dock. Right. Yep. And then I had a Japanese fisherman that came and fished with me and he had some other secrets like uh, we would do the same thing to a worm. Weight in the head and hook it in the middle like a, a wacky rig but uh, they called it the Neko rig and that got popular for a while. That's still pretty popular right now. Yeah, and, um, well, there's a few more new ones coming out, so we have to keep designing something new, right? Yeah, by all means. Well, I've uh, talked with some people that have fished with you in the co-angler division, and they they were commenting to me about the unusual gear that you use to fish these baits, the custom rods that you have. can you talk about that a little bit? Are, are these ones you design yourself? Well, I designed a line of rods 25 years ago, and we sold it in Japan. But I didn't feel that I could compete in the U.S. market. Uh, you know, we didn't have a, a Bass Pro Shop that would put it in or anything like that. So basically, I didn't do anything with the rods. But they were designed for my particular likes and and. Um, I had used the best equipment that I could find at that time. It was tungsten carbide um, guides and everything else, so it was expensive. But that's the only rods I use. My rods are 35 years old, 30 years old. Wow. And uh, I must admit right now I'm getting some rods that are from Walmart, and I use it because of their flexibility. Is that right? Yeah. Because in that because you like that softer rod, right? For that presentation, and uh, it's a presentation of uh, jerk baits and crank baits. Okay. And I'll tell you, it's an ugly stick. Really? So instead of buying the hundred and fifty dollars custom rods, I'm using a, I've got a, a set of uh, ugly, ugly sticks, sticks that you're using out on tour. Well, ugly sticks might be happy to hear this, but. Uh, 
I like that because of flexibility. Well, and durability, I know they have that. <laughs> yeah, they, you don't have to worry about it. Take it to salt water, fresh water, yeah. wherever, it doesn't matter. And they're, I, think, I still think they're the best-selling rod in the industry. I don't know about that, but well, I, they might be I use now it. after after this. Oh, conversation. they might. Yeah, they might have to give me commission for this thing. <laughs> we'll give them a call. But I I think you know you've uh, you've been a great angler. You've been out on tour. You're on the FLW tour right now. You've built the Yamamoto Company, and you've been inducted into the into the Hall of Fame. Um, that that's a great honor. I've, that had to mean a lot to you. You know the thing is, when I was inducted, I didn't, I didn't have emotion about it because I didn't know what it was. And after I got the um, plaque and was inducted in there and had all this big to-do dinner and everything else, now I realize how important it is. Not that very many people have been in there or inducted into it, and just being a lowly fisherman, which I consider myself a fisherman but to be inducted into this thing was was really an honor well it's, it's great that you were and uh and you're like i said you're still competing out there on the tournament trail uh you're on the flw what what, what are your goals are you uh are you trying to win the flw cup angler of the year uh, what motivates you out there on the trail you know i thought i was just trying to fish and get a check yeah. And Puppy and I haven't done worth a darn this year. <laughs> We're going to have to do a lot better. <laughs> Puppy? Yeah. Well, you don't know that I take my dog with me. I, That's been my trademark for the last, uh, oh, seven or eight years. I, is that is that her name? No. Bella was the one that got famous. Okay. She's the one that went with me for six years, and unfortunately, I lost her last year. Oh, that's too bad. And then I got... The, I got a new one yep. called Zachary, and he hasn't been doing worth a darn as far as helping me. <laughs> I always blame it on him. I say he didn't point the fish out right. This last tournament, he pointed it for the co-angler. The co-angler took top honors in the in the tournament, and I didn't catch the fish. <laughs> Might have to replace them. I Maybe. did. The next day, I took Zachary, the other dog. And he didn't do much better either. So. <laughs> well, I see out there with the dogs. That's got to be kind of comforting to have them out there fishing with you. Do they do they do that? Do they help? My dogs used to bark every time I set the hook. They would bark like crazy. They get so excited. To tell you the truth, they're out in the boat in the morning, and at weigh in, the rest of the day they go back into their house and they sleep. They sleep all day. So they don't bother anybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty cool, and uh, and I wish you the best of luck out there. Have you, while we're here at Conroe, have you spent any time fishing on Lake Conroe? Yes, I did, and it's a good lake. Yeah. And um, I don't recall whether I did well or not, but, you know, that's because of my age. I'm starting to forget everything. <laughs> so. Well, you're fishing amongst a, a bunch of guys. Who's oldest? You, Roland, Larry Nixon? I think there's a uh, Roland's a little bit older, but uh, I think I'm one of the oldest ones on the circuit right now. I think uh, David uh, Smith is still older than I am, but uh, 
There's we, only a few older than I am. Well, that, that's pretty cool that you and that you know that's kind of a testament testament to the sport of fishing. That's one of the reasons I like it so much is that you can be competitive when when you get up in age, young. You know, this sport is for everybody. Yes, but you can see that the younger fishermen have more aggression and they are they want to do well. Right. They spend the time. Uh, some of us old folks, well, we say, oh, it's cold. We're going to go home, right? <laughs> well, I'm sure we're going to see you in the winter circle again. Do you have a prediction on uh, who's going to win this tournament this week? No, I didn't even, I don't even know who's fishing. <laughs> Problem is that um, I used to fish Bassmasters and I follow everything, but nowadays I just follow myself and try to keep up with what I'm doing. And I'm really impressed with the people out here. I've I've signed many uh, autographs and many hats and many shirts. And they're all telling me, I love your baits and I love this thing. So thank everybody that fishes that uh, they're done. They're fishing and buying my products has made me quite popular, I guess. And... Just to be here and just to have all these people come up and say that they appreciate what I'm making. That's the, the most gratifying thing I can say that uh, I have. Wow, and that's the ultimate compliment. I can, I can only imagine, like I said earlier, you've helped anglers become better fishermen. Uh, because of the baits that you make, and uh, and congratulations on that, and uh, and I and I wish you the best of luck moving forward. Is there any new baits you want to talk about? Is there anything coming down the pipeline that's uh, that we're releasing this year? You know, I think I'd run out of things to think about. <laughs> run out of designs. Got in the, run out of designs. But the thing is, it's not it's not just the designs. It's taking that bait and modifying your fishing techniques mm-hmm. and I've played around with this a little bit and the same bait like throwing the Senko backwards with the weight in it or taking a right now I was playing with a, a three inch three and a half inch swim Senko and basically using a different technique to fish with it and it has shown that maybe the fish have already gotten to see the Senko before, they've seen this uh, swim Senko before, but a different approach, a different action makes that fish bite. Absolutely. And, and you know that all the time. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm a Senko nut. I rig it uh, on a shaky head, wacky style, Nico rig. I, I won Lake Cayuga fishing it with a three-quarter ounce slip singer. Um, you know, I tail weight it with spinners. I tail weight it like you do. Uh, there's and and there's combinations I, I know I haven't thought of yet, and I know p- other people are going to design and figure out a, a new way to, to catch fish with it. But I want to congratulate you on building that bait and all your success, the Freshwater Hall of Fame, and and I want to thank you to take the time to come on Ike Live and 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 talk to us here at the Classic, and uh, and I want to wish you the best of luck in uh, this year's tournament trail. Well, I'm going to really need some luck, <laughs> but I appreciate it, and I guess I appreciate more the fans that have come by and said how happy they are with my product, so Excellent. thank you, everybody, and uh, keep using the base. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you, and uh, we're going to be right back here.
with some more Ike Live in just a few minutes. I want to thank Gary Yamamoto for being with us. I'm Pete Gluzak for Ike Live, and we'll be right back. <laughs> 